Hello everybody and welcome to Bite Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. In this week's episode I want to think a little bit about dealing with confusion or uncertainty and I want to do that by thinking in particular about Mary, the mother of our Lord. I wonder how you deal with confusion or unexpected occurrences. I would have to say that I'm really not so great at these things. I'm the sort of man who likes to plan out his day. I have a certain plan of attack. And then when the unexpected happens, I find that I feel pretty uncomfortable trying to deal with those unexpected things that I need to contend with or to deal with. And I suppose the times that we're living in are a case in point. Almost every month when I write the church magazine at the present time and I schedule services or church meetings, there is that underlying doubt that goes along with it. I wonder to myself, will these meetings be able to go ahead? And I get this uneasy feeling in the pit of my stomach and I ask myself questions like what if someone in our household tests positive or what will we do if we have to close the church building again if that's what the guidance requires us to do and on and on these kinds of questions keep arising and echoing around in my inner being but I think in truth there's a sense in which we probably all feel that sense of confusion at the present time. The time of year that we're in, at Christmas time, is a time when we all normally like to visit friends and family. We like to get together with people that we haven't seen in a while. And there are traditions that have built up over the years in most people's households. For some, those might include things like a visit to church, some Christmas carols, a school nativity, the work Christmas do. And then all of a sudden, this word that we have never heard of before throws doubts on all these things. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 has seen the number of infections reaching record levels. And everyone is wondering what on earth is the best thing for us to do? How do we stay safe and how do we keep others safe? How do we balance on one hand our need for social contact and at the other hand do our best to minimise the risks? And you know there are no easy answers to those difficult questions and there are also conflicting views depending on whether you are a scientist or you're a political leader or you're a member of the business community simply trying to make a living and constantly finding those goalposts changing. So that's why I want us to think together for a few moments in this podcast about Mary, the mother of our Lord. And I want us to think in particular about how she handled confusion, because I believe that she has much to teach us. 
if you've received any Christmas cards in recent days or weeks, very often on our Christmas cards, we get this image of Mary. And it's an image of a woman with a blue cloak. Very often her face is totally gentle and serene as she looks at this perfectly sleeping little baby surrounded by straw and animals. Now I don't like to dispel myths, but I suspect the reality from Mary was something very different to those images that we see on our Christmas cards. For a start, there must have been that absolute sense of bewilderment after an angel visited her. And then added to that, there was the news that the angel gave her, where she was told she was about to become the mother of our Lord. So she's told these incredible things and then also the cold hard facts must have struck her. Mary wasn't yet married and Mary also had nowhere secure and safe to give birth for the first time. Those were big things to contend with. And whenever in the scriptures we hear about God announcing that a child was to be born, we see that it met with various responses through the scriptures. In the Old Testament, Abraham's wife, Sarah, laughed when she was told similar news that she was going to have a baby because she felt that she was too old. Zechariah, who was the father of John the Baptist, he also doubted that this could be true when he was told that he and Elizabeth were to become parents to John the Baptist. And Zechariah was a priest. And you would think if God told a priest something was going to happen, well then he should believe it. But by contrast to both Sarah and Zechariah, when Mary was told this news, she submitted. I am the Lord's servant, she said. May your word to me be fulfilled. And when it comes to unexpected circumstances in our lives, from a global pandemic to illness or bereavement, we can choose to respond in different ways. We can get angry or mad because this was not what we envisaged or hoped for. We can also withdraw into ourselves in a wave of sadness or despair as we try to come to terms with whatever circumstance we're facing. Or like Mary, we can face this new unwelcomed reality and trust that somehow God knows what he's doing. And Mary's response, when we think about it, it seems counterintuitive. Mary chooses to praise God. She chooses to glorify him and she chooses to reflect on all the good things he has done in her life. And in the midst of our struggles and the seemingly relentless nature of this pandemic, 
I wonder, can we pause to do that? Yes, for sure, we can dwell on all the things we can't do. But what about the things we can do? What about the people who brighten our day or show us kindness? What about the facilities that are available to us that are not available to so many others throughout the world, whether they be hospitals or vaccinations or hand-washing facilities? And what about the technology that has made all sorts of things possible to us? Things like connecting with our friends and family or doing our shopping without having to enter a situation we feel unsafe in, or even the possibility of going to church or exploring questions of faith in an Alpha course online. And we're about to begin another such course in our church in early January, and you'd be really welcome if you'd like to be part of that with us. Mary recognises the enormity of the call that God has placed upon her life. You see, she knows that she's just ordinary and she's from a very humble background. Mary's not a member of the aristocracy. She's not well educated. She's just a simple village girl. And yet God chose this girl to be the mother of our Lord. What's his call on your life? do you think? I wonder if at this time his call on your life is to be a friend to someone in need. Is it to be a voice of steadiness and consistency when the world around us seems like such a mad and often unstable place? Is God's call on your life to be someone who is known to pray and so that whenever difficult things happen People tend to phone or to text you asking for your prayers because they know you're a person of faith. Mary chose to rejoice in this calling that she had been given. And to me, Mary and her response is like a picture of a heart surrendered. You see, Mary was equally happy to be a nobody of significance, an ordinary village girl. And at the same time, she was also happy to step up and to respond to anything or whatever the Lord asked of her. What an example she is to us. And in this powerful song of praise that the church calls the Magnificat, Mary's Song, God is pictured as a champion for the poor, for the oppressed, for the despised. And I can't help feeling that that makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. I spoke to a doctor during this past week who's just back from a two-week trip to Jordan, where he spent some time doing home visits and clinics for refugees from Iraq and Syria and Egypt. And he went with a church agency. And as he shared a little bit of his experience with me, I found it really moving to hear just how the church was doing those practical things on the ground to lift up those who had very tough 
situations to contend with. And people, regardless of their religious background, they were glad, simply glad, to receive prayer and practical help. And somehow the light was able to shine in the darkness. We can also see this locally nearer home through the work of agencies like Christians Against Poverty or the Larder Food Bank or the Salvation Army or the Simon Community. But I think the reality for many of us is that we feel quite scared and quite insecure around such levels of need. But Mary in her song, she speaks from her own experience of a God who enters those experiences with us and wants to lift up the lowly and the downtrodden and maybe even to use us in some small way to make that happen. We're all living through a very challenging time just now. But let's look at how Mary responded and take a personal decision to surrender and to trust, even if we don't exactly know why these difficult things are happening at the present time. Well, that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. And if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith.